This is DZFE's Maestro Filipino, a focus for music with a connection to home. For this edition, I'm Daniel. Opera Juan continues its mission of bringing opera to a wider audience. After all, that is a task the group is especially equipped to do, given its members' range of talent, from pop to classical, and that vast expanse in between. That, in fact, is the highlight of their fourth concert season finale, Seeing Double. Mounted as part of Manila Piano's artist series, Seeing Double is a two-part recital that gives equal attention to both the classical art-song repertoire and music theater. The recital, in fact, gives testimony to another aspect of Opera Juan's mission, that is, bringing opera not only to a wider audience, but also to new members. Despite the pandemic, the group has opened its doors and features one of its new members in Seeing Double, tenor Nathan Sassing. Also joining us are more veteran members, baritone and artistic director Red Cruz, tenor Michael Del Rosario, and soprano Nerissa De Juan. Nerissa and Michael open our program with Nadia Boulanger's Contique and Stefano Donodi's Madonna Renzuola. With them is pianist Raki Hendrano.
Individually, we've each had our own fair share of our online performances since the beginning of the pandemic. Neri and I, for instance, we had Diliba Aina Frau and Dedication last year, which was also under Manila Pianos Art Series. Both are all classical music concerts, and it was great to finally be able to exercise our vocal cords again. And I believe Neri also had other online performances, right? Yeah, uh, I did Kung Hindi Man, which is under the Sining Sigla program of the CCP Office of the President. It's an online concert series and it aired last September 26. We featured our very own Kung uh, and how it has evolved through time to, through our OPM songs. And that was a very positive experience for me because when we filmed the series, it is very obvious that the people around The staff and all the performers are just very excited to perform again because it's it's CCP. And I personally, I am very emotional that day because I recorded my performance at the CCP Main Theater. And, and it's very close to my heart because that's where I made my debut as Maria Clara in Nolly. And yeah, that's basically what I did this past few months. Michael? I haven't had the privilege to really continue my performances uh, during the pandemic. Um, obviously, the, the pandemic has been such a struggle to me. And the only time I ever got to perform is, of course, with Opera Juan during our season opener at the movies. Yeah, as a group, honestly, we only got to perform once. <laughs> And it was during the season opener, as Michael mentioned. Uh, we had Opera Juan at the movies. It featured a lot of uh, repertoire, actually. We had Arias by Puccini, Don Setti. We had Filipino movie theme songs. We had Academy Award-winning original songs. We had songs from animated films. It ended up being a really successful online endeavor. So we were glad that you know, people liked it. If you're curious how this show came about, it was because I was thinking of potential Opera One shows for 2021 because Sir Richard asked me to conceptualize Opera One shows for the artist series. I thought about how anyone with access to technology during the pandemic everyone was binge watching everyone was turning to movies tv shows i felt like it's an interesting enough and versatile enough concept for opera one because we had everything from oswavi fanchula we had nella fantasia we had nesun dorma and we had standards like moon river the windmills of your mind and we even managed to sneak in some pop music simply because we were fortunate enough to have a really, really talented and versatile cast who are able to easily and successfully navigate their way through the complexities of opera singing and pop singing. I feel like that's an advantage that we have. And so we decided to just have fun with, with the lineup, you know, to include everything so that also our listeners, our audiences would enjoy the show more. There's basically everything for everyone. The concept of the entire recital was that it was supposed to be something a little bit bigger. There was supposed to be a lot more people, probably reaching around 10s or 20s people. And it was going to be such a really uh, big event. And it was going to be 
across multiple platforms. However, as we're all aware, the pandemic is not getting any easier on any of us. So we had to dial it down a lot. So instead of us reaching around 10 or 20 people, we are down to four singers and one pianist. It was a lot of adjusting. It was a lot of planning multiple days, a lot of shoots and stuff like that. But it's just something I'm really proud that despite all of the challenges that came about, is something that pushed through and it's a product that I'm pretty sure all of us here in the Zoom call uh, can say is something we're really proud of.
Baritone Red Cruz in Sailing, from William Finn and James Lapine's A New Brain, and tenor Nathan Sassing in Out There, from Alan Menken and Stephen Schwartz, The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Their pianist was Raki Hendrano. We continue to the next part of our interview. It has been a mark of an Opera One production to really feature a mix of classical and musical theater shows. That's because we have a very diverse group. We have classically trained singers, we have musical theater artists, we have enthusiasts even. And we just want to always play to the strengths of our members. With this particular show, it's actually, I have to be honest, Narisa and I, for example, came up with the lineup of songs that we featured here. It's of course because we're both classically trained. And at the time, both of us are in the mood to you know, really sing our songs. And I think also with um, the Nathan and Nathan part of the show, of course, Nathan isn't exactly classically trained, but he is a great singer. And both of them are musical theater fans, and they both do that very well. So I think that's how we came up with featuring both art songs or classical songs and musical theater for this particular show. Well, we... Me and Michael's part, usually we do opera arias. And I said to him, I think I want to do something different. And I told him, do you think you would like to do an all-art song recital with me? Most of the pieces that were included in our lineup were actually pieces that we wanted to perform for such a long time because we really just didn't have a chance to perform it. You know, because we had a lot of time to really discover new music, I have things that I want to perform and I had the chance and we put it in the repertoire. Just an interesting fact. When she told me that we're doing this show, she actually told me Michael will finally be able to sing this particular duet that we've been kind of practicing, but for no reason at all. Like we just want to sing that song. Also, this is the first time that I'm singing more than two solos in a show. So I was so excited about this. I immediately gave Nerissa the list of songs that I want to sing. And that's basically how we were able to create this lineup of songs. I would just like to emphasize that Opera One's vision is to really promote opera and musical theater. It's been our vision since we began. And we believe that an effective way to really promote both of these um, genres is to have them together in one show. And I think it has been effective for a lot of our shows in the past. We really champion music theater. And when I say music theater, it's music theater in general. And under that unifying umbrella is opera, musicals, even ballet. We feel like it's essentially the same thing. Opera has story, has characters, has solos, ensemble pieces, orchestra. In the case of musicals, it's the same thing. It's just that the singing style is different. Since all of us are huge fans of opera and musical theater, we do our best to help promote these two different yet similar genres of music. Comfortability plays a huge part. We want it to be more hands-on 
because it's not every day you get artistic freedom with the shows that you do. <laughs> I'm really glad that in Opera One, it's, it's a really collaborative environment. Why do you think it's important to preserve your music during the pandemic? A few days ago, I actually came across an article saying that some parts of the world are putting a cap on certain arts programs because these kinds of programs were not economically beneficial to the entire country. The reason why Opera Hong is so beautiful, in my opinion, is because they're really out there doing their best so that it's music and it's the artist that's taken center stage. They're not all about, uh, look at this sponsor that I have. No, they're all about the music. They didn't care about if we're making millions of dollars in this side. They're showcasing their craft. You got to stop for a minute and literally listen to the music. Stop and smell the flowers. Listen and appreciate the art that's in front of you. We heard soprano Nerissa de Juan and tenor Michael del Rosario in Ich wollt meine Liebe gesse sich, I wish that I could pour my love, from Felix Mendelssohn's Six Duets. Earlier on the program, we heard Nerissa and Michael in art songs by Nadia Boulanger and Stefano Donodi, and baritone Red Cruz and tenor Nathan Sassing in musical numbers from William Finn and James Lapine, and Alan Menken and Stephen Schwartz. All those works are part of Seeing Double. 
Opera Juan's two-part season finale mounted in partnership with Manila Piano's Artist Series. Part 1 is Neri and Michael, streaming November 14, and featuring works by Mendelssohn, Bellini, Elgar, Hahn, and more. Part 2 is Nathan and Nathan, streaming November 21, and featuring works by Stephen Schwartz, Alan Menken, Marvin Hamlish, and other figures from music theatre. Performing with them is pianist Raki Hendrano. For more information, visit facebook.com slash operahuan or facebook.com slash manilapianos artist series. That's all for this Maestro Filipino, DZFE's weekly feature for fine music in our locale. Each episode airs Saturday at 4 in the afternoon, the following Monday at 12 midnight, and lastly the next Thursday at noon. Maestro Filipino episodes are uploaded every week on our SoundCloud and Spotify channels. Once more, this is Daniel. Thank you for listening.